Love Talk Radio. Get into it. Everybody run down. Get involved. Everybody just. Come on.
Alicia Eden. We hope say, honey, chiller. Don't stand up for the land. This year been the day of the auction and thing going on throughout the Gullah Geechee Nation. While the newspaper and the media are broadcast, so people are losing land. They ain't a broadcast, all of you chilling. What a take this your stand. So we're so glad it is this your evening. Honey taught them not robbery. For tune in to the station from the Gullah Geechee Nation. This year the We Show, Gullah Geechee, Rhythm Radio. This year the Queen Quest. Head from the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. So glad it's to be the hostess for this year's station. Where we're the key uplifting to the living legacy and to pay ancestral homage. So this year you we're dedicating this year program. And we ancestors who are going to stand up and tell me the truth. And then they'll stand by while they do this year. Don't let them plug you in. And just say what you want you to say. Don't let them do it. Glad that hundred children to join we one more again from We Station, Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio, coming live from the Gullah Geechee Nation. This year the Queen Quet head from the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation and so glad that hundred children to join we one more again while we the join Pondesia Airways, a we show sponsored by the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition and things like that. And we're so glad that we had ancestors there who over 151 years ago been a study by we. And who we be down here in this your land, in the sea. So glad that they had a mind for freedom. They had a mind for had land and things like that. For he answered, chillin', 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 for getting involved. Now this is the thing, that when Hunter Children got your land, that is the place where Hunter can always stand. Because they don't care what the rest of people that do out your own and things like that. And Hunter can feed Hunter family, Hunter got freedom. You hear me? And Hunter can feed Hunter family, Hunter done free. Now, when Hunter can't feed your family, then that is when people can hold that thing and have Hunter in bondage. We answer for them with no way been like, even when Chad and Slavery been a grind on, for feed itself. So, we will make sure to see them, that Hunter children understand why we the had this just show, and make sure that Hunter, they're getting me good and things like that. So that Hunter can take this show word back across the land. To all the rest of children with DLT that make this show a media show and things like that. And I make them so it look like a we in a day or more. So to ensure that each and every one of our listeners tonight, those who are Gullah Geechee, those who are listening because you're real estate brokers and you're looking for an opportunity to have something to tune into to find the weakest link like this is a game show, to all of those who are legitimately sharing this broadcast with your family, we want you to know that it is not by accident that we still are here. I thought it a blessing for the years since the United States has said that they've been in a recession, which I consider to be a depression, that the Gullah Geechee names have become less and less and less on the tax auction rolls each and every year. In particular, I focus on those roles in Beaufort County, South Carolina, that are where we did from and things like that. I look at those roles and look at the dynamics of what's going on in our county because myself and many others who used to be part of the Concerned Citizens of St. Helena Island group that made sure there was a movement to target Beaufort County and then stand up in the face of the displacement that was coming through taxation. We then fought for what are quarterly payments of taxes 
so that there could be a way that our people could break up their tax payments into small increments and not have to worry about the big one lump sum chunk each and every year because it seemed to be that that one large lump sum was what was becoming more and more preventative for our people who are Gullah Geechee. Y'all know how y'all like to do, leave, leave it on the book and thing like that and unclear the book, tell, tell. Well, now we have these quarterly payments that are here in Beaufort County, South Carolina, but they're not all through the Gullah Geechee Nation. And that is a move that we hope all our listeners will push to get. And if you need help on how to do it, email us at the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition at G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at A-O-L. I see already in the chat room that our leader from Florida, Representative Simmons Jenkins, mentioned that they have these quarterly payments in Nassau County, Florida, as well. And I hope that people who are listening from down in Florida that you are aware of this fact. Now, let me clear it up, and I hope throughout the night people will send me messages here in the chat room to let me know if these quarterly payments exist in your counties as well. Because Beaufort County tried not to do it initially. It was actually the office where you pay your taxes, all right? The person who ran that office, so she wasn't going to take the taxes and quarterly payments. And when she was asked by the county council who voted after we took over 1,000 signatures on petitions down there, and I personally presented them to Beaufort County Council, and they voted to agree with the people who had petitioned that they should allow the quarterly payments, this woman turned around and told them she wasn't going to do it. And when asked why not, she said because she didn't have the computer program to do it. I immediately let them know I'm a computer scientist, and if you need me to help you put the program together, I'll put it together today because it's unacceptable for the county council to vote to say something is going to be an ordinance, it is going to be a mandate of the county, and then have one employee say she's not going to do it solely over her not currently having had software to do it. Well, of course, we never let up on that issue, and as a result, many Gullah Geechis then had started to pay their taxes and quarterly payments. Now, let me explain that to you. When you're paying quarterly payments, you are actually paying the taxes one year ahead of time. Let me say again. When you pay in quarterly payments, you're actually paying the taxes one year ahead of time. So your land should never come up for auction. You're paying a year ahead. Now let me tell you how it works. When the tax bills come out, and we're going to get back to what today actually is throughout the Gullah Geechee Nation, but in the next few weeks, in November, in a month from now, you will start receiving tax bills in the mail. Those tax bills will be due by January the 15th of 2014 in full. If you do not currently have your family taxes on the quarterly payments, but you feel because of how much those taxes are or just to make it easier on yourself, that you feel you could pay them better if they were broken down into four pieces, what you're going to end up having to do, if you are not already enrolled in the program, if you enrolled already, you ain't got to worry about nothing. It's just going to, they're going to keep sending the bill. I already got a stack of them bills for my family already in the mail. They're going to just keep sending those. But now, if you are not in the program, you can enroll if you pay this bill that's coming out in November. You pay it before January the 15th in full, and you fill out. It's a one-page form to say that you want to enter the quarterly payment program for your future taxes. They will then enroll you in that, and then you are going to start immediately getting those quarterly payment bills also so that you will now continue to always get the quarterly payment bill going all the way around for the year. Don't miss one. Let me say it again. Do not miss one payment. This ain't no situation. Some people who've had mortgages or have them now, y'all say, oh, I took a chance here and there and I double up on it and they didn't foreclose on me. They don't play that game when it comes to the quarterly tax payment. If you miss one payment, you're kicked out of the program. 
you may or may not be able to get back in the program the following January once you pay all of what you owe. And then you end up with tax penalties, you end up with fees against you, and all this whenever you let the taxes bill up. So why is all this important, especially on today, October the 7th? Because this is the first Monday in October, annually, the first Monday in October is auction day. I know that don't sound good if y'all have a vivid collective consciousness like I do, but it's auction day, y'all. Do not let our ancestors and all their chilling, chilling, blood, sweat, and tears for center every day, your auction again, yeah? Today at 9 o'clock this morning, they used to do it on the steps of the courthouse building. Some places they no longer do it on the steps of the courthouse building, like in Beaufort County. They do it in the Green Street Gym now, make it comfortable for the people. Sell off your land. They had the land auctions today for all those who did not pay taxes. Last year's taxes didn't pay them in January. You didn't pay them when the penalties grew on them the following month. You didn't pay it all the way up to August when they had all the penalties, the fees, and everything accumulated on it. You didn't pay it all the way up to the September 30th cutoff date. They auctioned that land this morning. Now, is it done with? It's not a done with thing. If for some reason you had a family member's land get auctioned off this morning, the first Monday of October, you still have one year to reclaim that land, but you are now going to have to pay whatever that person paid back, and you have all those taxes, penalties, and fees that were accrued because of all the things from your county already leveraging that on top of the original tax bill, as well as whatever additional fee they charge due to registering for the auction and the transfers that they did today for that land, but you can get it back. So don't let nobody fool you and tell you that, ah, they done lost it, they done been on them, that's it. Not true. You still have one year to reclaim that land that was auctioned. But now let's just talk. Let's just be real about this thing. Like they all like to say, keep it real. Let's keep it real. Gullah Geechee, look young. If on our tax bill, we call. If it's $400 last November. I'm going to let them grow up till the penalty and take put on top of them and make them $800. Then this should be somebody be done going down there and bid on the land were worth $100,000, but you let them auction off for $2,000. Now the bill going to be $2,800. Let's just see it. That's $3,000. If one ain't had $400, we're going to get $3,000 from. Okay? Think about that. So it's a serious thing. When this money keep adding on, adding on, and adding on, and that money is not helping your family, when that money, all those penalties, all those fees go to the county, they go to whatever the county wanted to be used for at that point. It's not helping you. It's not benefiting you. That money ain't going into the extra things that they claim your taxes go to, which is your schools and your fire stations and all of that. That money is just like you just threw it in a bag with a hole in it or just started a fire in the yard and just threw it away. So this is why it's so critical right now for us to discuss land and Gullah Geechee maintaining the ownership, retaining the ownership of our land. The media is having a ball each and every October with basically rerunning the story they ran last year about Sopolo Island, Georgia, which is a McIntosh County, which used to be part of Liberty County initially, which is the most per capita black land ownership county in the state of Georgia. So the attack on black land ownership for Liberty County, McIntosh County, has been ongoing forever. It is not unique to Sopolo Island, Georgia. The dis Dispersal of the people from the coast of the Gullah Geechee Nation, from Jacksonville, North Carolina, to Jacksonville, Florida, especially off of the Sea Islands in the Atlantic Ocean, is not a new topic. It is not a new topic. Now, the media melee over one island is because if they get you to focus on Sopolo only, 
they will make you believe everything else is fine everywhere else in the Gullah Geechee Nation. Because while they're promoting that, you got others promoting the banners and the signs that are going up throughout the corridor that runs through the Gullah Geechee Nation to tell you welcome here. All right? So they want you to think it's all good elsewhere, while Hog Hammock community is only 1% of the island of Sopolo. And the rest of the island of Sopolo is already owned by the state of Georgia. Now, Meanwhile, if you keep reading and you keep on posting and that's all you post, and for y'all who are on Facebook, every time somebody sends me these articles from the New York Times to everybody else, I put on the top of those articles, this is not unique to this one island. We're dealing with it in every sea island and throughout the entire Gullah Geechee Nation. That's why the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition even got formed back in 1996, was to battle against this type of taxation without representation and displacement and genocide that is caused by the removal of our culture from all of these sea islands. So please, let's get the story straight. Let's stop doing what people are looking for us to do, which is they set a fire in one place, get you all to run over there looking when they really intend to rob every house that you just ran out of. That's what the game plan is, because it is also the month where Sapelo Cultural Day happens, the third Saturday of this month. I'm telling you to go there. I'm telling you to go spend money. I'm telling you to make sure the folks got their money for the taxes and for the lawsuits that are going on, that are even going on with housing up in Washington, D.C., about what has happened with the displacement of people from the Georgia coast. But I have taken this issue higher than that to the international arena, to the United Nations, and it is Gullah Geechee's ourselves that are being our own worst enemy when you are still perpetuating that is only your one community that's being displaced. This is a common fight, and we all need to stand shoulder to shoulder, back to back, and keep these folks up off us. That's how you do that. And that is why the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition has work to do not only as property workshops up and down the coast over the years and to forewarn people of this type of stuff more than 20 years ago, but also to educate people on estate planning, all right, and how to go about putting land into LLCs and trust and so on for the families for generations to come, as well as helping you understand what your tax bills are and what reassessment is. So when we start talking about retaining ownership of something, number one, we need to know the value of it. And we need to know that the land, if you own it individually now or you own it as as property, is always an asset. The land is always an asset. Do not let anyone tell you your land is a liability to you because you pay taxes. All right? It is always an asset. Why else do you think that they want the land? So now, let me help with some of what's going on. Besides the fact that an auction has taken place today, or several auctions up and down the coastline, many of you for a month now have held in your hands countywide reassessment documents. I'd like for people in the chat room let me know if you got one. I know Beaufort County has already sent out theirs. McIntosh County and other parts of Georgia sent these out. This is part of where the alarms got set off again, was when the assessments were done. Well, let me let you know, by state laws along this coast, every five years, real property is assessed. In South Carolina, real property in every county within the state is reappraised and adjusted to what they consider to be the current fair market value as of December 31st of the year prior. All right, so these letters that we got back at the beginning of September, they mailed them out Labor Day time. When they mailed these out, you opened and said, why your tax bill came early, and they made sure to put in big, bold, indigo, um, cut in white, this is not a tax bill. They also didn't tell you how much your taxes were. They just let you know what the market value is, what the capped 
limited value is, and we have a cap value because of people like Senator Clementa Pinckney, who has helped in the General Assembly to have such a thing as a cap value, unless you sell it, then that's a whole other topic for another night. And then they have down what the taxable amount is, so they can't tax you above the cap value, all right? But then they don't tell you what this means. If it's not a tax bill, how do you know if your taxes went up or if they went down? I know some of y'all saying, Queen, stop now. You know the tax don't go down. Yeah, the tax does go down. On some of my parcels of land, the tax went down. On one of them, which I'm definitely appealing, the tax went up. Now, if you go to Google, the simplest way to find this is put in Beaufort County, tax calculator in Google. Put in McIntosh County, tax Georgia, tax calculator. And this is the easiest way that I found. I did this earlier today to make sure these calculators were still up and running. I took my own assessment and put in the numbers. You'll find, like in the case of the Beaufort County one, if you go to bcgov.net, you'll be there almost for the rest of your life. Um, looking for the calculator. So if you Google it, you will find that a page very stark comes up, said millage information, total taxable value, and a box is there. That's when you need to look at your document and look where the box is total taxable value. Don't worry about the market value. Look at total taxable value, not total assessment. Once again, total taxable value, put that amount, type it in the box. You go down the page, rate. You'll see that rate is either 4% or 6%. If you are not getting a 4% tax and you live in the house, you live on that property, you need to go downtown and make sure you fill out the paperwork for a resident because the residents get a 2% tax break. If you are 65 or you about to turn 65 within the next 12 months, while you're there, fill out the homestead exemption form because the homestead exemption form will also deduct $50,000 from the total taxable value of the piece of property. Once that is deducted, then that is a taxable amount that they would then use for this total taxable value to calculate what your taxes are. For everybody else who you don't live on that property but you own it, you get charged 6%. Now, you're going to pick that 4% or that 6%. Once you click on that, next you select your district. So if Hunter lived from Centennial, you pick that. If Hunter the day from Fripp Island, you pick that. If Hunter the day from Hilton Head, Port Royal, wherever at, you pick that. Then once you pick that, you click the button that says Submit, and at the bottom under the yellow box where they're giving a disclaimer to let you know they ain't certifying that this is actually what the bill going to be, this, that, 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 that. Once you don't read all that, here, the value is, the assessment ratio is, there's no school tax credit saving for 6% property. Your assessment is, they give you, your millage is, and then your tax amount. So your taxes could go up or down. Now, on a property in Beaufort County that actually has been assessed at $50,000 less in market value, all right, $50,000 less. They actually went up by $400 on the tax. Yes, y'all heard me. They assessed the property at $50,000 less on the market rate, but up the taxes by $400. Now, that don't make no sense to a mathematician, and trust me, I graduated with honors, all right, from the Ivy League. So, now, that ain't making no sense to me. That ain't common sense. That ain't working. So, my thing was, if as a mathematician this makes no sense to me, I need to go into more about how are these people doing these values and what it is that they're including in assessment. Now, as stated in the Reassessment 101 for Beaufort County, you can download the Reassessment Guide when you go to bcgov.net 
slash departments slash real hyphen property hyphen services slash assessor slash reassessment hyphen documents slash 2013 slash reassessment dash guide dot pdf. If you just go to bcgov.net, type in reassessment, a reassessment page will come up. There are hyperlinks at the bottom under a video that tells you about the guide for the reassessment. Download it. Even if you don't live in Beaufort County, South Carolina, you may find some of this critical to your understanding of this reassessment because it does have in it a glossary of some of the terminology like millage and such that's in it. But I want you to understand this. This is what I even found throughout Georgia as I did my research and so on. They all seem to state this, that the purpose of a reassessment is to equalize the valuations of all real property in a county. The five-year reassessment cycle in South Carolina is an appraisal freeze only broken on property sale or change to a property. The fair market value of real property is constantly changing due to factors such as location, market demand, the age and physical condition of a neighborhood, and the state of the economy, and the state of the economy. As a result, non-uniformity in values occurs within tax jurisdictions whether or not property values increase or decrease. So they claim the reassessment process ensures that all houses which have similar characteristics are valued consistently. The property values that equalize the line property tax should be redistributed on a more equitable basis. Now, of course, this is subjective. Most people around and throughout the Gullah Geechee Nation would never feel that this is an equitable way that these taxes have been assessed upon our people. I don't think I'll find any Gullah Geechee that would agree with that unless they're a real estate broker. Now, or maybe an assessor. Okay, but I bet you if you ask them if they want to pay less tax, they tell you, oh, yeah, sure, why not? Now, this is also stated in Reassessment 101. Property owners will pay no more or less than their fair share of the property tax burden. Early forecasts indicate that residents north of the Broad River may share a greater burden of the property tax due to a shift in market value away from the property south of the Broad River. Let me help you all who are not from Beaufort County, South Carolina. North of the Broad River is the city of Beaufort, the city of Port, the town of Port Royal, Ladies Island, St. Helena Island, Cat Island, Cusso, Wausau, Hunton Island, Fripp Island, all of this Dale, Seabrook, Sheldon, Yamasee, Garden Corner. This is on north of the Broad. What's south of the Broad? Bluffton and Hilton Head. Bluffton and Hilton Head. Yes, Hilton Head. Yes, Hilton Head. The golf resort place. Now, they're saying that the people north of the Broad, which often don't get affordable housing bonuses and other things, because when people look at Beaufort County as a whole, statistically, it looks as if the value, this is supposed to be the richest county in South Carolina, they look at it across the board as a whole in terms of what the money is that's in Beaufort County, but they don't split it in north or south when they do that. But somehow, all of a sudden, the people who are the poorer people in the county, whose medium income is low, should now suffer the burden? They should have a greater burden of the property tax due to a shift in market value away from what is in Bluffton and Hilton Head, and in particular Hilton Head, and mostly because of traffic and because of climate change becomes the issue with Hilton Head at this point, why people aren't buying, as well as the economy, is why people aren't buying and why people are selling and getting out. Those are the major issues, climate change and the economy. They can get more house somewhere else just over in Bluffton. So now here it is for the same money or less. So... Now, when we start to look at how property is assessed, how property taxes in it and forecast changes in market, these are the things that they have in this booklet. And they show you that countywide there's in a 13% average decline in the assessed value. So how is it that you decline in the assessed value but you increase people taxes? Well, they let you know there are three key points. 
Number one, you may pay higher taxes on a market value that is lower than the previous market value of your property. Property owners know that their market and taxable value is used to calculate their property tax bill. What some find confusing is that the value is only one part of the equation for computing property tax. The other variable used to compute property taxes is the tax levy, which represents the budgets established by the taxing entities to cover their expenses. You know how when you get your bill every year, you see the school district on there, you see your fire district on there, you see now the recycling and all that. These are the entities that they're talking about that are levying for money as well, okay? So the other variables used to compute property taxes is a tax levy, which represents the budgets established by the taxing entities to cover their expenses. Those expenses are apportioned among all property owners according to the percentage of ownership they have in the total property values of the county. Thus, a tax bill is dependent on both the amount of all the taxing entities' levies and the proportion of the individual value or the total value of the property in the community. If you own 1% of the property value in a community, then you pay 1% of the tax levy. The portion of the value to the total value of the community affects your tax bill, not the value number itself. The county must collect a certain amount, no more, no less, they claim. The assessor, Buford County Finance Department, divides that amount among all the owners in proportion to the value of the property they own. All right, they call this a concept of uniformity. Now, number two, a neighboring foreclosure is not an indicator that an assessment should be lowered. You all have heard that before, that people don't want to live in areas where too many abandoned buildings because they so-called lose value in their property. Well, somehow in the Gullah Geechee Nation, they tell you they ain't got nothing to do with that. Okay, that they are telling you that just as foreclosure-related sales are frequently not an indicator of market value when values are rising, they are not necessarily an indicator of value in a declining market and are not normally considered by the assessor's office when determining the market value of property in a community. Interesting they would say that about foreclosures, but yet they tell you that your property goes up even if you don't build anything on it, put a new house, change a doorknob, if someone builds next to you a multimillion-dollar place like a golf course or some type of resort spa area or some multimillion-dollar skyscraper or hotel area. If they build it right next to you, your property is blank. Your property still gets assessed differently. And I can tell you this because I have one piece of property down the road where it's just all family members, ain't nobody paying nothing, that property down up the road where some other people want to put some gated-type area of their property up, but that it makes no sense, right? Three-card money, I call it. And then the third thing they tell you is a major point. If home value has decreased, property taxes may not necessarily go down. I've been telling you all that over and over. And they say the reason that your property value may not go down is the way they calculate your property tax rate is the property tax levy divided by the property tax base equals your property tax rate, all right? Then once they have the property tax rate, they now take that property tax rate multiplied by taxable value that I mentioned earlier that you're going to put into that calculator and they come up with your property tax amount that you must pay that they will send you on their bill that's coming out in November that actually will be due by January the 15th. It doesn't matter if this is heirs' property or your individual property that you have platted off and you have to deal with just your name on it. Either case, this is how it's assessed. The only time that you get a discount off of these properties is if you have more than 10 acres in South Carolina for it to be timber, lumber area, you can get a discount. If you That's an agricultural discount. Also, again, if you have more than 10 acres and it's all agricultural, there's an agricultural discount. You have that homestead exemption, and you also have the resident exemption, as I mentioned, from the 6% down to the 4%. And then if you get the homestead exemption, that's for people 65 and over. So make sure that you look into all these things, not just in Beaufort County or not just in South Carolina, but in North Carolina, 
Georgia, and Florida. There's also an appeal process. If you have gotten this assessment back in September, you have until December to appeal, not the end of December, before the holidays, right, the beginning of December. You have until then, and if you have an assessment notice, it's supposed to clearly indicate on that assessment notice the date of the notice, and 90 days from that date is your appeal deadline. You cannot appeal by calling and cussing the people out on the phone. Let's don't even go there. You cannot appeal by writing these people on email. You have to go ahead and write a letter, type it out, and make sure that you send that certified mail or take it down to that county office, take a copy, have someone keep one copy, and have them stamp a date stamp with the county on your copy that you keep so that you have verification of when you filed the written notice of appeal and that it got there within the 90 days. All right? State why you feel the new appraisal is incorrect. And if there's any documents or facts that substantiate your appeal, let's say, for instance, you say, I live at Building 100, and my tax went up $1,000. Somebody living in Building 99 said their tax went down $500. That's a fact. So now you can have them reassess that and reevaluate why is it that we're on the same road, we're side by side, and you feel that it was appropriate to send me up $1,000 and this person down $1,000. These are human errors. There are computer glitches. There are a number of different reasons why your land could be improperly uh, assessed. Also, many of the people who appraise the land now never come out. We used to see the county tax assessors drive their cars in on people's property and people be loading up a gun and things like that and wonder who's driving on their property and things like that. Then they jump out. Then you knew who they were. And they was coming around talking to you like it was a regular everyday conversation. Then people realized these people was actually assessing your house to see had it gotten any bigger or anything like that, had you added anything, and then they would write stuff down. Well, now they do aerial shots of your land and determine if there's a house on it, is it bigger than it was before, what else is surrounding it, and they look at the value of what the area is about, what is actually going on in that area. Now, they say a reassessment is an essential condition for equity and property tax systems is uniform assessment, which helps to ensure that tax liabilities and property values are directly related. The only way to ensure that all properties are valued at the same level of assessment is to analyze each value with respect to the current market at a specific point in time, the valuation date, and to adjust the assessments as necessary to achieve equity and or desired level of assessment. Now, that's desired by the counties, of course. It does not necessarily mean that values will decrease or even be changed. All right? The assessors review the market values of all property in the county. Then, based on changes in the real estate market, they determine which property values need to be increased or decreased. And they only assess real property. Real property is land. That means land, houses, buildings on it, things like swimming pools that are not movable, docks and things like that. That's real property, stuff that's attached to land. Mobile homes are classified as real property for for property tax purposes, but they can be looked at as personal property otherwise because you can move a mobile home just drag it away. Um, but a house, a stick-built house, as they call it, is always real property. So you'll usually get one bill if you have a house on land, and you get two bills if you have a mobile home and a piece of land. So that's the reason for that. So even when you start doing your wills in your states, make sure that you talk very clearly to your lawyer about whether you live in a house or a mobile home and where they actually want to classify that in a will, whether they want to put it under real property or personal property, because that's a whole other discussion, personal property, jewelry and money and all that stuff. Real property is what we call real estate, all right, and homes that are attached, things that are physically attached to the land. Now, I know you all are saying, well, what kind of thing is this? All of this doesn't help us because we don't get to determine these things. Well, they will tell you. In any of these counties throughout the Gullah Geechee Nation, that property tax is what's called an ad valorem tax, okay? 
an ad valorem tax. And so when you start talking about ad valorem, yes, y'all saying she's speaking Latin? Yes. The term ad valorem comes from the Latin ad valentium, meaning to the value. It is commonly applied to a tax imposed on the value of property, all right? Real property taxes that are imposed by the states, the counties, and cities are the most common type of ad valorem taxes. Ad valorem taxes can, however, be imposed upon personal property, as I mentioned before. So those who pay motor vehicle taxes, that's an ad valorem tax that's added to that. All right, now there are items that are sometimes taxed that come in from other countries and they're at an ad valorem tax. And ad valorem taxes mean they vary. They shift in the amount. It's not a flat rate tax where you just put this one amount on everything and be done with it. No, it varies in how much it actually is. So knowing that these taxes along our coast are ad valorem taxes, which really because of our blood, sweat, and tears of our ancestors in the land should really be levied against us know-how, here it is that I found it laughable when I read the McIntosh County Georgia Board of Tax Assessors website where they told the people that property tax is an ad valorem tax, which means according to value, based upon a person's wealth. Now, how do you know what the person's wealth is? How does McIntosh County know what the person's wealth is? What are you going to tell me? You checked everybody's tax return so you know what their wealth is? I was like, what is that? So I read on. It said wealth is determined by the property a person owns. Now, again, if y'all are in the county office deciding the value of the property, you're then deciding the wealth that the people have. And so you tell them, well, we levy you based on your wealth, even though we told you what your wealth was worth. Isn't that something? Well, these are part of the components of the argument that is going on in courts right now on behalf of our folks who live on Sofalo Island, Georgia, but should be going on in behalf of numerous courts, but not just Sofalo Island, but numerous people throughout the Gullah Geechee Nation, and even including others that live on the mainland areas of the Georgia coast in the Gullah Geechee Nation. Now, it's interesting to me that part of the leverage point argument is that there is a 1994 county ordinance in McIntosh County that designates Sopolo Island's area of Hog Hammock as a special zoning district, claiming that it is intended to, quote, reserve this area for low-intensity residential and cottage industry uses, which are environmentally sound and will not contribute to land value increases, which could force removal of the indigenous population. Now, it's interesting that they would utilize the terminology indigenous population because if you are not defining indigenous in the way that the Gullah Geechee Nation defines it and the way in which we as a cultural, linguistic, minority, ethnic group, according to international human rights law, defines us as indigenous peoples, as Gullah Geechees, if you define indigenous the way America refers to it, they've already displaced all the indigenous peoples from Sopolo. That would have been the Native American peoples that were there. But if you define indigenous the way that we define it, then Gullah Geechees are the indigenous that you're referring to. I found it interesting that they would even have such a code, but guess what? You cannot find it online. I searched for hours, and I even tried to call a phone number to the assessor's office to only get that that number is disconnected. Very interesting. So, and this is the number they have up on their website, disconnected. I tried the number five different times and got that message because I personally helped to fight for the Cultural Protection Overlay District that we have as part of the Zoning District Standard Ordinance for Beaufort County. We had an entire committee of people of that are native Gullah Geechis of St. Helena Island that fought to put together this Cultural Protection Overlay District Standard to be added to the Zoning District Standard Ordinance for Beaufort County. And with ours, it tells you that the Cultural Protection Overlay District is established to provide opportunities for the effective long-term protection of cultural resources found on St. Helena Island. The CPO District acknowledges St. Helena's historic cultural landscape and its importance as the center of the county's most notable concentration of Gullah culture. 
In addition, the Cultural Protection Overlay District purpose is to, number one, preserve traditional land use patterns, number two, retain established customs and rural way of life, and the CPO district encompasses the islands of St. Helena and is an overlay over the base zoning. Also, that district does not allow for gated areas or golf courses to be built on St. Helena Island. So now you hear the specificity here. Gullah culture is specific in that law where the word indigenous is used in the Georgia case, but they're not defining it. So I pray that my people are paying close attention and that you all make sure that it's defined in the way that I have repeatedly stated up and down the Gullah Geechee Nation and throughout the international arenas that we be Gullah Geechee anointed indigenous people to this your coastline because we cultivate start over y'all. And we start now, I can rule on nothing like that. We answer to the Quran, I can rule on y'all. And then it's in with the rest of people who are called indigenous or dear. So we the dear, we the vineyard, we the going away. And so it is critical that the way that we are going to retain Gullah Geechee land ownership is by not fighting each other, not fighting your family members, but actually working together. Someone said, work together, chiller. Don't you get weary. Great cap meeting in the promised land. Now, what is going on in Sofalo's case is that there have been people who have been selling their land, and they, the appraisers are saying that they feel that they hold to these higher prices that they want to assess the land for because of the kind of money people have gotten for selling a half an acre of land to people out of hog handling. And that's the same thing Bernice Wright, who was the first black Beaufort County tax assessor, the first Gullah Geechee tax assessor that I know of, she made it clear at the numerous meetings that we've held over the years on St. Helena Island to help people understand these reassessments and to understand how they were to fill out their appeal letters and send those back into the county. She made it clear, if you don't want the land taxes to continue to go up, you need to talk to your family that lives elsewhere who's selling the land. You need to stop the family members from selling the land. If the family wouldn't sell the land, then there's nothing for them to assess. Their their appraiser's office, the assessor's office, they are going to say, well, there's no outside interest in purchasing. There's no sales that we can match this to that have happened before because these are the same people that have been owning all along. So, therefore, their rates would match the same thing as before. But once you open up the gateway of people coming in and buying, and the more they pay for it, they use that as part of this whole market valuing, and the millage then gets set according to that. And then that's what you now use to calculate what your taxes are going to be. So ultimately, it's about the family standing together. It's about us communicating with one another. It's about us standing strong with one another and understanding who we be and that everybody can't crack your teeth and talk for all of we all of we ain't have to talk one time. Let somebody talk to Hunter and Hunter Yeti something and then we would all be able to stay here together and maintain this land ownership. We are up against a lot, but we shouldn't be up against each other. And so definitely we need to go ahead and pay close attention to this whole process. And once again we have no problem helping communities do workshops to really understand this. There's a lot of information to take in in one hour's worth of time. It's a lot to take in in a lifetime. Trust me. So, again, email us at the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition, G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com. And if Gullah Geechees would stand as citizens together united in your own nation, this stuff would not be new to you. And all of the folks who have written to us, emailed us, Facebooked us, and asked how can you help us keep our land, please go to our online fundraiser, which is on the front, the front cover of the Gullah Geechee Nation Facebook fan page. It's a big yellow box that says give. Please make a donation there. 
You can also become a member of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition so that once you pay your dues, it continues to go back into the fund that we use to get around to all of these places, to fight these issues, to help the elders write letters of appeal, to get those in the mail certified. That stuff is not free. They even have to pay lawyers at various times to go into court. And we have been doing this since we started. And we have almost been around 20 years at this point, and we ain't going to stop no time soon. And so definitely, as was stated in the chat room, yes, it's about supply and demand. And that is a major part of how you you end up with these new amounts. Uh, and now let's see. Someone said, yeah, thanks for the heads up about that. Uh, yes, and you cannot claim homestead. That's correct. You cannot claim homestead unless you live there and you're 65. You can also not claim that cheaper tax rate unless you live there. This cannot be your second property, your summer home, or anything like that and think that you get those deductions. That is not the case. That is for people who actually live on those properties and the homestead exemption is for senior citizens, board certified if they say senior citizens. Um so look, so is it correct that the property tax base, the value of the property owned is high, such as in a commercial area that affects the taxable value of your land? That is part of the calculation, yes, that if you are in a commercial zone, that tends to increase what the assessor's office sees as more value on that particular parcel. And then the next thing is, so if you live in a residential area surrounded by a commercial property, you're in the midst of a high tax base upon which your tax is computed. Is that correct? That is correct. Many times that is what happens. A person may not change a doorknob on their house, but they have multimillion-dollar corporate-type operations, big-box stores moving next to them, and suddenly their taxes go up 100%, 500%, 1,000%, and they wonder why. And it now is because they're in the middle of a commercial zone, so there are others who want to buy in that commercial zone to have commercial operations, and you end up kind of having the brunt of it. As you heard me read earlier, Buford County sees that as a way to evenly spread the burden of the taxes. So they're saying because people are losing land value on Hilton Head, then the rest of us who don't make that kind of money or never did, that folks brought to Hilton Head, ought to help with their tax burden. So it's the same type of thing. The commercial zone starts to fail because of the economy. Now the average person picks up the bill. That's essentially how they are putting all that into the appraisal. And so, yes, and tax pay payment records are public. Um, so if you go to a map on a property appraiser's website and cross-reference with the payments due on the tax collector's site, you can find out what your neighbors are paying. You can use that in your arguments for the appeals. Thank you for adding that. Um, Sister Glenda, our representative from Florida, appreciate that. And definitely appreciate you, Ray Kingdanto, for mentioning that uh, to thank me because I shared with a few law people. And so definitely this has been called, yes, urban renewal, um, which we call Negro removal. Um, they have also used the CRA um, as a as a terminology to blight an area. They attempted to use that in American Beach. They have now attempted to use that also up in North Carolina at Sea Breeze. There are all different types of tactics utilized to blight an area and then get people and say that their values are no good on, on the property because they're not maintaining it. And then the next thing you know, the entire area has been displaced. So these are all things that we have to keep our eyes on, educate one another about. But as I said, for Gullah Geechis, we need to stand shoulder to shoulder, back to back, let the world know it's not about any one island. It's about the entire Gullah Nation. And ain't nobody free lest we all free. And we be Gullah Geechee anointed people. So this is Queen Quet, Chiefess and Head of State for the Gullah Geechee Nation. So glad that Hunter Chillin take this your time for tuning to We Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio Station. Once again, we want to thank the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition, all its members, and all the folks who are supporters around the world for all the work you've done over the years to loan your expertise to our fight to keep this stand for our land. And we pray that so many more of you will join us and keeping our legacy alive on these islands in the sea and 30 to 35 miles inland to the St. John's River. Because, Ronya, this your land, the party family, the water and things, the wee bloodline. So when I say we the vineyard, we in the guine, no we, huh, chillin' and just why I see, this why I live every day. Peace, 
Blessings. Keep standing for the land. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.